Welcome in to We Talk Facts with nine-year NBA veteran and Nebraska basketball Hall of Famer Eric Stricker and two-time Nebraska football national champion Lester Johnson. Talking shh and taking names in sports and day-to-day living. Sit back, relax, and join the show with nine-year NBA vet and Nebraska basketball Hall of Famer Eric Strickland and two-time Nebraska football national champion, Glester Johnson. Yay, yay, yay. Once again, it's on. We are here. WTF. We talk facts, East Strick and Cluster Johnson for another show, another segment, episode three. This is episode three. Yeah, yeah, is three. it four? It's, it's three. three. It's three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Stricky, man, come on, man. You be that three, man. Your math wasn't mathing in B West, man. All right, all right. No, I, I mean, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yes, yes. We thank you guys once again for tapping in on We Talk Facts here on 937theticketofticketfm.com. East Strick once again on the mic. Harrison on the board, as well as my boy Sebo. How are you today, my guy? Feeling good. You know, uh, happy to be here again. Uh, lots going on in the media, lots going on in sports media, and uh, let's jump into it. Let's let's talk about it. Well, let's start off by talking, you know, one of the seg- – well, what we're going to talk about tonight, y'all, is I think it's a good one to hang around for because we're going to talk about, one, we're in Big Ten country. This is where we are. Nebraska is part of the Big Ten, joined the Big Ten, and has been here – haven't had the success, uh, especially in the football realm, mm-hmm. that we had hoped and expected to have in the Big Ten West. Um, they're going to have one more season of of divisions, and then they're going to uh, switch it up. We don't know what that switch up is going to be. But uh, at the same time, success in volleyball. Volleyball has been absolutely phenomenal. Softball has its peaks and valleys, as well as baseball. Basketball has not measured up uh, in the Big Ten at this point, but that's hopefully to be a turnaround where we'll see the big sports starting to uh, uh, have a little bit more prominence in the Big Ten. But we're going to talk SEC right now. We're going to talk SEC dominance, being that LSU just pulled off the victory. One of the best College World Series, they're saying, uh, with so many records that have been broken, mm-hmm. um, just just the, the sellout crowds showing up, great finals series, the redemption that not only LSU was able to get on Florida after losing to them um, in an earlier uh, College World Series matchup, and also with Wake Forest going back and forth with LSU, and LSU kind of uh, almost knocked out the box, mm-hmm. found their way into the championship game, and now we're going to talk a little bit about SEC dominance and what that looks like. Cluster, what's your thoughts right now as far as the S- the SEC? What's your initial take as to uh, the SEC and then we'll delve into the whys and and the wonders as to how they got to where they are. But yes. what's your initial take? Well, <clears throat> I, what, what I've been trying to get my head around, E, is back when you and I were in school, there was not this SEC dominance. I mean, they were there. They were there, they mm-hmm. were there but they didn't dominate like they are yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. And They had a few. Like you would have Florida or you would have Florida State. You know, Alabama. You know, but they're through. ACC. And but Alabama, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but still, it was, wasn't a dominant. You know, it was 
you know, at least for football, you had Miami, you had FSU, mm-hmm. you had Nebraska, mm-hmm. you had those teams, and then you threw in some of the teams that were still in there. West Coast, Michigan, USC, how, USC uh, had a little dominance at that. Not, 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 I'm telling you, not during our time. If you okay. go look at it, they didn't really kick off until Pete Carroll got there. He got that thing started. Mm-hmm. But prior, you know, you it's had a parody. You had McKay, mm-hmm. you know, like back in the like maybe the 70s, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they did pretty good. 60s, 70s, USC was good, but uh today when did it shift man i i'm gonna tell you it shifted i i think because it was a teeter it's like being like, on the like, teeter like, uh, it's right after usc dominated okay 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 oh four oh five after reggie bush and them took off then all of a sudden nick saban oh washington was kind of in the mix for a a little small point. Yeah, I mean Washington, mm-hmm. they, Oregon, they, they they stuck their toe in, in yeah 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 in, in the mix for a second. Yeah, but they didn't make that kind of resounding impact like what's going on right now because right. the run that Nebraska had in the nineties, I never thought that would be matched. I never thought that there would be anything that would parallel mm-hmm. that dominance for five years when mm-hmm. we went sixty and three. I'm like, nah, yeah, no, that's that's not that's not happening. Right, but. You look at what Bobby Bowden did at FSU, finishing in the top five for 15 years in a row. Like, I didn't think that that would ever be matched. And now here you got Bobby, you got Nick Saban with his understudy at Georgia. I mean, they are about to dominate for a long time. Yeah, so there's a, there's a foreseeing. There's this, a, when, you look in the, when, when you look at the eight ball or the crystal Ball, you don't see anything able to overtake them. It's it's not going away for a while. And then on top of it, you got Lane Kiffin. Now you got these teams like Mississippi and Ole Miss, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Resurgence. It's, it's resurgent. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, you get the right person in Florida, and it's like they're back again. And, and LSU, you know, they got the Notre Dame coach, LSU. I mean, so, I mean, it's 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 going to – it doesn't look like it's going to die for a Let while. Let me pause right there because here's the thing. I, I, I look at the uh, Notre Dame situation, right? Kelly, right? Brian Kelly, right? Yeah. Um, I look at that situation, and there's a couple things I'm just going to touch on before we really dig into the whys of what we think the SEC is. And then we'll look at the totality and of the SEC. Stats. And we've got we've got, we got numbers. We got facts. We got, we got facts. some facts we got to back facts. it up because we, we talk about facts. Yeah, we talk about facts right, right here. WTF? It's not what you think. It's facts, actually. But here's the here's the, here's the killer about it. Um, just just a little touch. I think some people looked into the to the crazy eight ball, and they had a little bit of inkling as to there was some writing on the wall. I think I think Brian Kelly was one of them. Looking up at Notre Dame, oh, great, great place to be as far as, you know, the monetary aspects of it, having their own deal, you know, maintaining some independence, especially in football. You know, they're able to tap in in, in, in the Big East and basketball. So they, 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 they have some monetary stuff that's there for them. But then you you look at Lincoln Riley. Um, I think this is just this is this is no conspiracy. Talk to me. It's no me. conspiracy, but I'm 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 looking at Lincoln Riley, and I think he saw some writing on the wall. He looked at that crazy eight ball, and he's like, "Listen, in the Big Twelve, I I can do some things, but recruiting against those juggernauts, 
I'm going to have a problem. So let me get out here. And, and this is where we're going to get into your facts. We're going to look at those numbers and see where the talent pool resides. Yeah. And I think guys like that began to look at it and say, I can't win the recruiting battle up here in Notre Dame. Let me get down here in the LSU because mm-hmm. I got, I got right next door. I got one of the biggest recruiting yes. blocks out of Texas. Yeah. I'm in the SEC right next door in Mississippi and right here in Louisiana. And then if I need to dip into Florida, I just get on a boat and go going across the Gulf Gulf coast. Yeah. Or the, um, I mean the uh, Gulf coast and get in the, uh, in, in the, in the, uh, in the waters and travel on across there and grab somebody from Florida. I think that's kind of what was happening. Why some of those top tier coaches began to dibble and dabble and break camp and get into areas because Riley can win in a recruiting battle, even if he comes to the big 10, mm-hmm. because he's not really fighting the battle. Right. I think, I think we lost out to be honest at Nebraska coming into the big 10. Yes. It was monetarily valuable for us, but I think we lost out on the Texas draw that we used to have good access to as you would say facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. I, facts. I, I really think that the, the moving from the big 12 hurt us when you're looking at having to battle some of the, the battlegrounds that you and your brand didn't maintain its level of excellence. So and I want I, you to get on. That. If I can add to that, go, go get it. I'm gonna I'm jump on your back. Yeah. People say the proof is in the pudding Harrison. But that's not the case. The proof is in the numbers. Yeah. In the number. I, what's the number? What's the number? What's the, what's number? the number? Okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm looking at 24-7 sports rankings. Okay. The top 10 states that have the most players in the 24-7 rankings. And when I just look at the top five, and again, what you said about Lincoln Riley, Alabama with 15, Cali with 19, Georgia with 27, Texas. Dang, that's right there in your home backyard. backyard, backyard. Texas with 38, and of course, Florida with 48. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much SEC country. And now you throw in Texas and Texas A&M being an SEC, and I know it. Texas A&M did not appreciate Texas <laughs> wanting to go to the SEC, mm-hmm. but Texas was looking over them, looking over at Texas A&M like, look at my baby brother over here getting, <laughs> getting five-star recruits. <laughs> Let me show them what we can do right. if we come over there. you know. So anyway, that's just, Harrison, you know, E, that, that's just the early facts that I want to state. There's some more facts mm-hmm. as we, we want to get into. Come on. Um, so then we, 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 we want to know the reason why, you know, let's, let's get behind some of the whys. Now okay. let's start here. And, and we're just talking football right now. We're talking D one men's football. Uh, we may mention the ladies a little bit on the show tonight, but right now there's a real vested interest in what's going on in some of these men's sports. So, when we look at the last 20 years of national champions, come on, D1 men's football national champions, 14 out of the last 20 years come out of SEC. I mean, that just makes that me in itself. Sick. That in itself. That yeah. Make, 
Yeah, that makes me sick. It does. And um, it, when you got Georgia and Alabama operating like they are, it's fine tool, fine oil machine. Oh, I mean, it's driving Tennessee to be better. Yeah, it's driving Ole Miss to be better. It's going to drive LSU to be better, and it's going to drive probably Auburn to be better. Mm -hmm. And if Auburn get the right coach, you see they've won championships over the years. So that in itself uh, is – I thought for a while that this thing would come back around and be some – you know, maybe it was just cyclical for a while, but the rest of the country is going to have to try to figure out how to match that energy. Mm -hmm. The rest of the country has got to figure out, okay, when I do make it to the dance, when I make it to that final four in D1 football, we got to be able to compete. I think there's right now there's only one team in the Midwest that's showing that they can compete. Ohio State. And that's Ohio State. Yeah. They're, they're the only ones at the moment. And they suffered. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Man, man, the way Michigan just. Ran Rorschach over them on the last, last few year years. They did. Last, last year they two did. years, they, they, they did them dirt well, ball. They, yeah, they did. But 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 back in 2014, they hit them with that woo. They came through. Yeah, you know, they came through, yeah. and I feel like Clemson. When I walk through, when oh, okay, I'm sorry. Let me stop. Go ahead. I mean, I, I mean, do I need to hit? The, what, what, do I need to hit something in here? <laughs> when I walk through, that's how that's how Michigan said they went. They went in the shoe. Hip. <laughs> When I <laughs> so you know oh, we, we Clemson, yeah. I thought Clemson for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. had a chance to to just kind of hang in there, and they were they were making a push with Alabama, and they just kind of fell back for the last few years, and Georgia's has taken their place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and they're right there in the sweet spot. You know, let, let's just be real about it. Clemson's success is also a part of them being in the in the sweet spot. They're right there. South Carolina is just north of Georgia. They have the same types of access as they do. Just the conference, the ACC, is not necessarily right as potent as it used to. Well, like if you had Florida State, if you had my, if you had those rivalries, right, right, right. that could that can ignite something. But it's just it's, it just hasn't been the same. Well, what I just mentioned again, the other guys in the conference. They Alabama, Georgia got people to play with, mm -hmm. right? They got people that they're going each week. I got to be on my P's and Q's. I mean, within driving distance, within driving. I distance. mean, you're looking at Tuscaloosa to Auburn, that rivalry in itself, yeah. obviously, the stepchild that, that's like Cinderella and in 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 the stepsisters. Beating well, let, me up, let me ask you uh, this. on, on uh, <laughs> Auburn you, for I a while. I want to ask you one more thing. Yeah, are some of the other sports. Do you think football is football driving some of the other sports? Because let me throw out some other facts. Okay. Then you 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 ask the question on this one. Baseball, okay, and we're just looking at the last twenty years. Mm -hmm. Seven out of the last twenty years come from the SEC. Okay. Okay. Track, NCAA D one men's track, and we're just talking men's right now. Yeah. Sixteen out of the last twenty years come out of the sec okay okay basketball only three mostly was kentucky until they're they're right. now starting to show right. auburn starting to well, Bruce, auburn, uh, Bruce Pearl uh, yeah auburn, florida tennessee, had some runs tennessee is you know they, they so they mm -hmm. got teams that are in there and and like i mentioned uh you know so it's 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 driven by football track that baseball baseball 
I mean, those Softball. are those are major. Because Alabama was the dominant, right? For a minute, for a minute, outside right. of Oklahoma. But, but then, but, but yeah. look, Oklahoma's going. Oklahoma's to the SEC now. now. So exactly. That's gonna, so that's even part of that dominance. That's gonna, that's gonna count there. Well, so, let, let me let me let me let me throw something at you then. Um, I was able to get pull this from uh, Knox News. I think this is uh, a, a a great breakdown on the topic that you're talking about. It 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 says this. <clears throat> Tennessee has won their second straight SEC all-sports title. Mm-hmm. Now, Mark, you know, this is what we're talking about. Right, now. I just right, want right. that's why I wanted to pull this out. Tennessee has won their second straight all-sports title, and they finished atop the 22-23 standings in both men's and women's sports. Hear me now. Overall, this ain't just talking about football. Talk this ain't just me. talking about softball. Right, right. This is all sports. They there's an accumulation of points right. that are are based on your winning I mean, you and, and swimming and all, and all, all of that, all that, all of that. Right. Yeah. So, a year ago, the Vols won their first SEC overall title. Now they've repeated as champions. The surge coincides with athletic directors Danny White's two year tenure. Okay. Now, here's 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 the real here's the real number. Tennessee scored 158 points in all sports. Who's second? If I was to guess, I would say Florida. Florida is second. Mm-hmm. Florida scored 141 points. Is that an SEC school? Florida's an SEC school, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Who's next? Oh man, I'm just guessing. Guess it. Let the record show I can't see what he has <laughs> on his computer screen. I'm just simply guessing. Yes. I'd hang around the SEC is what it sounds like. So I would say, again, uh, let me just throw something. Throw it at me. Throw it at me. Arkansas. Okay. Great guess. Okay. Pretty close. All right. Georgia. Okay. Are okay. they an SEC school? Yes. This, now, we're, now, are we talking all sports or talking facts on numbers, right? Georgia is next. At 135 sports, all sports. All sports. 135. Guess who's next? Stanford. Alabama. We really got four SECs in all sports. Wow. That is facts. I would have never assumed you know it's who used across to the board, all sports. Stanford used yeah. to win that. Yeah. They used to win it all the time. So I'm, I'm we like, talk facts here, baby. <laughs> I'm going Stanford. Got to be in there somewhere, right? We talk facts. Every SEC school, that's the overall top tier standings. Does it show when do we get to the Big Ten team? That's the top four. Uh, No. No, they just gave me the top four. Okay. I'll look that up. I'm curious. Basically, that article is saying everybody else is irrelevant. Basically. (laughs) That's what they're saying. I mean, but look, it coincides with, with the SEC dominance. It coincides also, in some instances, with kind of how the football lays itself out. Yes. You know, and and you you said something that's 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 real that the driver of the ship definitely is the football dominance. Yes. But then I want to go on a little bit more before we 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 get near to our first break. I want to I want to dig a little bit deeper. Uh Mike Bian- uh, Bianchi of the Orlando Sentinel. He says this. And this is only a debate. Uh Sarah Hammond text line is open to you guys. Uh, the stream also on, on uh, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, Twitter. You can also tap in there, but 402-464-5685 if you want to chime in in the discussion. But Mike Bianchi says this. He says, the best players are attracted to a league 
where they will play in front of the largest crowds, work out in the plushest facilities, and get developed by the best coaches. Mm. Is that something you believe in? I think when you look at it, you've got to look at their coaches. You've got to look at their facilities. You've got to look at the weather. You've got to look at the abilities to be, I mean, like, let's be real about it. In their spring, they're playing regularly. Nebraska, in some instances, has to go down to Texas or they have to go somewhere else in order to be able to have the same type well, of ability so or go somewhere this. else. Let me ask you yeah. this, because this thing has totally turned on its head. Again, if you push football back, you know, 25, 30 years, mm -hmm. you, had your, you had your Miamis, your Florida States, but you still had Michigan, mm -hmm. Ohio State, mm -hmm. Nebraska, USC. Penn State, Penn State. Mm -hmm. and and let me tell you what's missing. Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. What's missing, E? What's missing from those schools? What happened? They had coaches there mm. for a long time. Mm. Bo Schembechler was mm. at Michigan. Michigan for twenty years. That's a good point. That's fact. Woody Hayes was at Ohio State. Come on, Tom Osborne was at Nebraska. Joe Paterno was at Penn, and State. their staff stayed with them. And their stats was there. Yeah. I tell you, as soon as you got some turnover going on there, all those old school coaches left, things start to shift. Mm. You know, Terry Donahue was at UCLA. Mm. Like, again, if you go back and you look at USC, USC have always kind of had some some choppy coaching tenures. Until they got with uh, your, your boy that's coaching up in Seattle. Yeah, Pete Carroll was. Carroll, Carroll kind of settled it down. Years, but I yeah. want to say, I, I, I think McKay was there the longest. Mm -hmm. But um, the tr tradition really hit the Midwest because you had Notre Dame, who had Era Parsegian. I mean, I mean, they had some. They had Lou Holtz. You know, he was he was there for eleven years, mm -hmm. 10, 11 years. And again, when these coaches left these schools. You really start to see a hole in what happened in the Midwest. Harrison. What's some of your thoughts on it? You know, based on you know you being a younger part of the younger generation, you've actually seen this. Yeah, begin to do. That develop. was actually my point. Yeah. So when I first started getting into sports, it's pretty clear to me it was SEC country. Like I really felt that way. You got to remember you talked about it the last fourteen out of twenty. It's been SEC. Yeah. For football championships, that is way. I mean, that's pretty much when I started watching football. I'm yeah. only twenty four years old. Yeah. So it's been SEC dominant, and yeah, you just think about the runs. LSU in particular has been insane. Joe Burrow, they got Reese. They won their first women's LSU basketball title. Yeah. Uh, and the list just goes on. And then, yeah, I didn't realize it's just across the board, all sports either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That to me is shocking. But I, we saw it in the NBA draft too. They led, SEC led most NBA players with nine picks. Big 10 was second with eight. And then everyone else is pretty much four. But yeah, just across the board, I've grown up in SEC country, as unfortunate as to say, but I've seen it and, I don't know how you fix it. We talk facts here. We we talk facts. And, facts. and and before we get out of here, let, let me just give you one more thing. Um, let's dive into why. We're gonna get into the why when we get back on the next break, but but something to just start you off and, and to kind of wet your whistle. Uh let's dive into the why the SEC win, SEC wins uh so much more and 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 then 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 in as of recent, right? Um, excluding the latest cycle. The 11 state SEC footprint has produced 197 five star prospects since 2011. And the other states have churned out 
a total of 134. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, 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 you know, 60 something, you know, 60, what, three, 63 prospects more than everybody else right. in total. Yeah. That's just something to think about as to, to, to getting an understanding. I know stars don't matter. We're talking football totally, though, right? We're, we're talking, talking football. football. We're talking football. Okay. I know stars don't always matter, but at the same time, when stars hit, they hit. Absolutely. They hit and hit Absolutely. big. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about the why we think that the SEC and this dominant has persisted in recent uh, years. Well, shoot, not even recent, decades now <laughs> of time. But we'll be right back. 93.7 The Ticket. You are listening to WTF. We talk facts. We'll be right back.